Well, you're listening to the Play to the Whistle podcast with Kieran and T Dot today. What's going on, T Dot? All good, man. All good. Can't complain, man. What are you saying? I'm I'm good. I know I know why you're good because obviously when I look at the table, I see fourth place. Looks looking all right, isn't it? Don't know, man. <laughs> big big game tonight, Leicester. Leicester and Palace tonight, man. So hopefully Palace can do me a favour. Just Jesse's second team can do me a favour. Or his first team now, I don't know, know, man, but now it should be a good game tonight, it should be a good game. No, 100%, obviously obviously for the listeners, you can follow us on the usual stuff, so Twitter, at the PTTW podcast, Um, same as Instagram, got YouTube, had loads of, um, quite a few guests on, uh, interviews, um, both um, previous players and non-playing staff, fans. We're going to be expanded into lower league. So, yeah, hit that subscribe button. And, um, yeah, obviously let us know any questions you've got or if you want to jump on. But um, let's, let's get into it because it it's been a crazy week and, the, and a crazy weekend as well. Cup final, top four battle, you know. Where should we start? Should we start with the, the Cabral Cup? Yeah, man, let's start on the big one, man, the, the cup. Uh, yeah, enjoyed that game, man. I enjoyed it. I enjoyed it. It was um before the game I thought Spurs had a bit of a chance, I'm not gonna lie, before the game. And then I saw the lineup and I just thought, nah, these guys haven't yeah, they haven't got a chance. Um I don't know where to start with Spurs, man. I don't know. I know we touched on Josie a couple of episodes ago mm-hmm. and how he may or may not be sort of out of touch with management in the premiership at the moment, but I, I still think it was a crazy decision to 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 sack him at the point that they did because if you go on Twitter now and you speak or you see uh, Spurs fans tweeting, a lot of them are saying that it was the right thing to do to sack him and, and all of that kind of stuff. And that's great. But mm. for a guy like Ryan Mason, who is probably going to be a brilliant coach, a brilliant manager, I think he's got the credentials to do that. But you've got to think about the fact that this is Jose Mourinho who does normally turn up when he needs to turn up most of the time and I just feel like Spurs this is what was it this is, I haven't won a cup now since 2008 I think or something yeah. like that yeah. so this was this was going to be the perfect opportunity City potentially would have took this as a hit if they lost this they would have took this as a hit I think because yes they lost in the uh, FA Cup semi-final but they want the Champions League that is what they want so they would have they would have took the hit on this if they wanted to play but just in terms of City they done we know what City can do to teams man Phil Foden was boy he's a breath of fresh air to watch man you can't believe oh my gosh like some of the things he was doing he knows you know what he's he's one of these players that knows what he's doing before he's got the ball and that isn't a skill that comes with every footballer we see footballers with the ball under their feet trying to work out where they're going to pass Phil Foden knows <laughs> yeah literally I was do you know what I was going to name drop and then I thought no let me not do that but he's one of these players that knows exactly what to do with the ball his movement is crazy they couldn't cope with him Spurs could not cope with him mm. um, in the final but just a couple of things before I get your views as well because mm. I just wanted to say that it was annoying with the fact that the commentary kept saying that you know, Spurs have got winners in their team and Spurs are brilliant. If you take away Gareth Bale, who's probably, yeah, he's won stuff and I can't remember if Hugo Lloris was even at the World Cup when they won it. 
I'm assuming he was. He, he was dead. him regular on as well. Regular. Although, although he's on loan, he's on loan. Let's not yeah. forget that. Then they haven't got winners in that team. Let's be real. They've got people who can probably, they're good players, but they're not winners. And this is the difference between City, City Man City and Spurs was that Man City don't care whether it's the Carabao Cup or the Audi Cup or whatever cup. They're playing to win it. And that's the difference with them. They're, they're playing to win it. And yeah, it was just it was just a weird game. There was no nothing tactically different for me that Jose was doing that Ryan Mason did in that game. And that's why I don't understand why they sat him. Because they haven't brought in someone who is an interim that is on the level of Jose or better. They just sacked like for like. But what was your thoughts? Because I'll shut up for a bit. No, no, no. It's, 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 I agree. I agree with everything you were saying. I felt like I, I had to mute the commentary. I can't, I can't do a Gary Neville right now. Martin Tyler, I like, but anyway, that's not what we're talking about. The, the Man City team that they put out, um, you just, kn- you knew that they weren't. It wasn't going to be a, a smashing, but you knew that they were going to have control of the ball. Do you know what I mean? Foden was excellent. Mares was. He, he could have had a couple of goals yesterday. Um, Coming to the Tottenham team, I know what they're insinuating that there's winners because you've got two World Cup winners, I think. Yeah, Loris and Sissoko. Um, you've got Regulon and Bales, you kind of mentioned. None of them, hardly any of them players played. I think Sanchez might have won a, a league with um, Ajax, possibly, I don't know. But he, that team he sent out was a team he sent out to lose because mm. I'm playing Man City, they're playing with. Um, they're playing with no striker, which you might have thought anyway. You could have probably guessed that. And then you've got a half fit Harry Kane. He wasn't fit. Like you could see his, his, the way you could see it the most was in his decision making. He had about two or three opportunities to play a few man in and he just held on to it for ages. He, he wasn't fit. But you, you're sending out Mora Winks, Lasalsa, and Sun Ming. What are you looking to outplay Man City? Because that, that's what you're trying to do with that team. I don't know if Undumbele, Sissoko, these men are injured. I'd be sending out just players that can play, but players that are strong and quick as well. Um, Sanchez would have played centre-back. I wouldn't. I would have played Dia in a back three or in midfield. I just felt like they, they had no chance. Man City were on smoke, but they had no chance. And it's funny because um, uh, both of the centre-backs could have gone Laporte should have been off in the first half but I still think City would have smashed them anyway or I say smashed them but beat them it's just yeah it was just I didn't understand that that selection I, I do think I was, I'm glad you touched on the um, Laporte thing actually because I feel like the referee be, oh, building yeah, up to yeah. that yeah building up to the first um, foul that should have been a yellow some of his decision making was a bit off as well, and I'm not saying that's a deciding factor for for the game. Like you said, City still would have like beaten Spurs, but mm. and there was all this debate about you know after the game whether Laporte would have made the second challenge if he was booked. It doesn't matter. He made two fouls that were justifiably yellow cards. That's mm. that's what we we got to go on what we've got in front of us, and that's what happened. He he made two challenges. The first one was definitely a yellow. The second one was a yellow. He, he takes him out of the game. So. Yeah, and then to go on to score, that would pain me as a Spurs fan if that was me because he shouldn't be on the pitch. Um, we can argue, we can argue to the end of the the, the moon that you know he, he wouldn't have made a second challenge, but he did. <laughs> so he, he yeah. should be walking for that, you know. But um, I agree as well. Harry Kane, I, I see why he played him. 
I see why he played him. Obviously, you got you got your star striker that's on a forty percent kind of thing. We've all done it on Football Manager. You're slapping the injections, and you know what I mean. You just get you tell him to like. I think Jesse said that last week. Yeah, you just make him. Yeah. You may hopefully he gets a goal or something like that. But it was just it was just um, it was just poor from Spurs, man. Yeah. They were just so poor. You wouldn't think it was a cup final. That's what I got from Spurs. They they just thought it was like a league game. They weren't playing like a team that really wanted, like Raylon was poor. Um, was it Aurier that gave away the free kick that led to mm. the goal? Just things like clumsiness. Like they weren't, they were trying to play out from the back. It wasn't working. Okay. They, they were putting the, the defence under pressure. It was so many little things that just wasn't clicking for them. And I'll go back to what I said at the start of this. I just don't know whether Sacking, and I get it, Jose hasn't been the Jose that we've known him to be. I get all that, but you're not bringing in someone who, like, they put, at one point they put up head-to-head stats of Pep Guardiola versus uh, Ryan Mason. Yeah. It's David best. and Goliath, man. Do you know what I mean? Like, why, why, why would they do that anyway? Yeah. And it just did show, like, obviously the difference in just everything. And I think Ryan Mason said after the game that Spurs are five years behind City, I double that. I double yeah. that. I think. I think Spurs. This is what I think about Spurs, and hope. Hopefully, this doesn't piss any Spurs fans off. But I feel like they overachieve, and they think they are, they should be where they should. So basically, they they should yeah, be. They think they're better than really, what they are. Yeah. yeah, really, they're a ninth or tenth team, and that's just the, the reality that they they are, they are playing like a ninth or tenth team at the moment. That's where they should be. But I think in their eyes, in Spurs fans' eyes, they should be competing for the league. They should be in the Champions League league final. And I think they were privileged under Potticino when they got to that. They were privileged. Yeah, yeah. You know, they were the, yeah. done well to get there. And that's credit to Potticino because he got them there. But they are this team that aren't, you know, they shouldn't be in the top four conversation. They shouldn't be in a Super League conversation. They shouldn't be at the moment, the way they're playing. You know? I'm, I'm smiling. Because uh, I know we don't have time to get into it, but I'm just saying, and we're talking about the squad that Jose had, and it, I think I think is 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 what you're saying. They, the body language yesterday, it looked like a bunch of guys that hadn't really won anything before. Like they seemed either overwhelmed or it reminded me of the kind of thing where it was like Tottenham are folding, and this was like one of the last few games that they play. It looked there's a few Hoiberg aside. Um, and maybe Eric Dia. A lot of these guys look like they were thinking, "I'm not going to be here next season anyway." Like that—that that mm. was the kind of impression. And maybe Harry Winks—he looked like he—he he wasn't great yesterday. But Lucas Moura tried. Son didn't really look interested. Kane looked injured. Aurier—he just has games like that. Regulon. I—I I, I agree. And I just—I look at the squad that started. I look at the bench, and I think there's some really good individual players there, but. As a as a team, it just, I don't know. There's Kane aside and Son. There's no like real standout players. Who I think yeah, these these are ballers. They're just very good players. But mm. every, every team in the top seven have very good players. So that's why for me that they are. I mean, league wise, they're not too bad. I think what they like three points, four points off or four or something silly like that. Yeah, yeah, they're doing okay. But I think that goes yeah. back to what I'm saying. I think. That's that they're in a, a very privileged place at the moment. They shouldn't be there. And that's that's just based off of the fact that the way they've been playing this season. Um the season's been crazy as we know it anyway. 
But um, yeah, I think they're seventh. They're seventh at the moment, and yeah, they're f- um, two they're points five off. Points. Five so points five points off fourth. Off, yeah. Two so yeah. yeah. Um. So yeah, they're in. They're in a good position to obviously still potentially qualify for the Champions League. But look at the way they got knocked out the the um the Europa this season mm-hmm. as well. So they're just they're a team that needs a lot of rebuilding, and the next manager that comes in is going to have to do a lot of work. Um, obviously if they they do sell Son or Kane or both which I doubt they will it'll be one or the other mm. then I feel like they, they've got to utilise that money well you know if it's Kane they're going to get a lot of money from him like we spoke about here in the past mm. already but they've got to utilise that money um, very similar to how they had, they didn't do with the Gareth Bale money when they got that mm. and they kind of just brought in a load of new players and it didn't really gel but they've got to they've got to rework the whole thing and you know um yeah, it was just crazy, you know, first time for them to get silverware in however many years and they kind of put out that kind of performance. I can see why Spurs fans weren't happy and they were they were pissed off after that. Yeah, 100. You know? Like but, you said, City were there for the taking. Um, they only won one. Though. Yeah, they had some good chances, but it's, there, there were a lot of opportunities there. And, and so, yeah, Spurs Spurs be disappointed with that result um, in, in the manner of it. The last, the last thing I'll say is, had that game gone into beyond the 90 minutes you would have probably there could have been a bit of you know like we can we can win this now but from Spurs I mean not City I yeah, feel like yeah. the, the longer the game went on because I think City were frustrated come near the, just before that goal they were doing the same thing from the first kickoff from the kick at the first minute of the game up until they scored they were just being patient with the ball mm-hmm. kept possession but you know you can, you've seen teams that can do that and then they get punished on the counter but you know it was just it was just not Spurs' day man so another 15 years to wait something like that we don't know we'll have yeah. to see I'm going to keep my big mouth shut because uh, <laughs> <laughs> certain, certain, certain teams could be in that situation but um, we'll, we'll talk about um, the kind of top I know we talk about the top four race. So the, the race for Europe, I think it needs to be now because you've got first to eighth, really. I, I can't see Leeds finishing in the, in the top, top seven um, at the moment. Mm. The, obviously, Chelsea got a really good result. I thought it was a, a very good performance against a West Ham side that have been you know, doing bits. Uh, Liverpool obviously dropping points against, um, against Newcastle. Um, and Everton, of course, picked up the win against Arsenal, um, which I'm not going to go into one about Arsenal today. They've had a lot of airtime. But what were your thoughts on those kind of results? I don't know, like, whose performances you were kind of impressed by, what, what, again, what this means for the, the top four, the top seven? Mm, yeah, I think I think in terms of, like you said, and we won't touch on it too tough, but um, Everton are on 50, 52 points and mm. they've also still got a game in hand. So, they win that game in hand, it can catapult them straight into like fifth, you know, sixth, fifth sort of position. So I think they're quite, they're, I mean, they've got, obviously, uh, Calvert-Lewin's been injured for the last couple of games. They've had a lot of injuries, Everton, over the last two or three weeks or even the last month. Yeah. And I feel like a lot of them players are coming back. So they're coming back at the right, you know, there's what, five or six games left now. And they're coming back at the right time. So... You know, we'll have to see. I think Everton will be thereabouts. Um, I do worry about Tottenham. I know we've just spoke about them for the mm. best part of 15 minutes, but I do worry about them 
Um, you know, they, they've got some some big games coming up now. Obviously, they've got Le- Leicester last game of the season. Uh, Wolves as well. I know they, they took a beating against Burnley, but they can beat, beat um, Tottenham on their, on their mm. day. Um, Villa, Leeds, they won't be, they won't be easy games. Um, in terms of Liverpool, Chelsea, West Ham, sort of cropping up the table, I have to look at Chelsea, maybe because I'm biased, um, but I do feel like out of those three teams, we've got to include Leicester in that. We're only a point behind Leicester mm. at the moment as it stands while we're recording. That might change, and obviously when they, they play later on tonight, but um, you know if they lose that game, they get dragged back into that then, and then they, now you're talking third and fourth. Um, so I, I'd, I'd like to think Chelsea, um, Liverpool played well, um, albeit that they dropped points at the weekend, but I do feel like they've they've got it in them to to get back into top four, get the, the maybe the final Champions League place if we can secure third and Leicester drop out of that. But it's going to be a, a rotating league table every weekend now. I think to the very end. Um, I didn't call that. I said it was going to be wrapped up very early. Um, so you know, I've got to hold my give hands Jesse up there. Dues. Yeah. Give Jesse his dues, man. But um. Yeah, so I think, you know, it's going to be a, a, a revolving thing every weekend. I can really see Liverpool and Chelsea creeping in there and Leicester dropping out, if I'm honest. I think they're relying on Nacho too much and Vardy's not really doing it. They've had injuries themselves as well. Yeah, I'm, I'm with you on that one. I was just looking at, um, right, reminding myself of the fixtures. You look at Liverpool's fixture list. So, yep, they dropped points on, on the weekend. Will it been, you know, what he's been doing? But, um you've got to think that Liverpool are probably going to win all, if not at least most of those games. Leicester, end of their season is a mess. They've got you, man, twice. I think because the, the, the league game and the FA Cup final was scheduled for the same day. So they'll play you either three, probably three days afterwards. They play us three days before that, fi- that final. This season has been a curse for them, I think, because... Would would you do like you know they haven't got the biggest squad they've had a few injuries, would you would you go go all out for the FA Cup and win the trophy or finish Champions League? For me, it'd be FA Cup personally. You can play Champions League next season, but winning the FA Cup with Leicester, especially a man like Vardy and Casper Schmeichel, a few of them that were there for the for the league win, Albright, and you'd, you'd want you'd want an FA Cup medal. I don't know. So that one's mad. You you man, I've got some mad fixtures, which is why I can't. I can't call it. I can't call mm. it with Chelsea. You've got some tough, tough games. Um, I don't expect to see West Ham in there or, or Tottenham and Everton. I feel their, their their form's a bit too erratic. So I know what you mean. I can see Chelsea and Liverpool sneaking in, but I think it all depends on, I think it all just depends on Leicester, what they prioritise personally. Mm. Um, it's going to be an exciting end though. I think it's going to go to the wire, if I'm honest. I think I think it'd be interesting in terms of Chelsea because I think you know obviously we got um, Real Madrid tomorrow in the Champions League first leg mm-hmm. semi final. Depending on how that goes as well, um, let's hypothetically say we you know we go two 0 up in the first leg, then you start thinking about the second leg, and then if that goes okay, start thinking about the final. So mm-hmm. if that kind of does happen, then you you might argue the toss that Chelsea might take the right after league and then try and go for the Champions League, which would also guarantee Champions League football anyway. Mm. But, it, I mean, that is definitely the difficult task out of the two. You know, you got to think about some of the games that we've got there. Um, yeah, Arsenal, I think we've still got to play City at the Etihad as well. 
Mm. They're, they're, they're big games. Even Fulham, I know that's still a big game for Chelsea. Derby, yeah. It's a derby. It's local, literally like local derby. Um, yeah, you know, that, that, that's going to be a good game this weekend. I think that's, I think that's on the Saturday this week mm. at half five. So that's going to be a big game as well. Um, obviously, United look like they're, they're nice and secure there at second. I think they've confirmed that now. Um, I, I think it would be very unlikely, very, very unlikely that you'll lose second place now. I mean, it's not mathematically impossible. Yeah, but, well, that's, that, that should be sewed up like yeah, next yeah. two games. Yeah. Yeah. But I think that's all City need now as well. They just need two more wins to, to win the league. Mm. Um, and like yourselves, you know, United, I think I can't see any of us like Leicester, Chelsea, West Ham, Liverpool, or Tottenham, you know, catching you up. I don't think, I don't think Oli, as much as we, well, say we, you and Jesse Basham, <laughs> um, you know, I think he's getting, like I said before, he's just getting the job done however way, you know, yeah. Yesterday's game was a boring game to watch. I watched it this morning and it was, um, yeah, it was just a weird game. I, I would not have liked to have gone to Ellen Road to watch that. Yeah. It was one of those kind of games that I would have been annoyed if I travelled all there and it was just that, you know. But it's um, it'll be an interesting run up to the end of the season. Um, definitely more entertaining at the top than it is at the bottom by the looks of it now. Um, but yeah, we'll have to see. No, I, I agree. And one one thing I will say about the United draw, as boring as that game was, we look at the results Leeds have had. They've beaten City. I can't remember who they played the other day. I think it's Liverpool, wasn't it? They got a point um, as well. Yeah. And it's Ellen Road. It's a derby. I think people forget that. And um, Leeds looked like they were up for it. So it's not it's not games like that that will that will cost you stuff. It's like losing at home to Sheffield United and all of that. So there's no shame in that. It was it was quite boring. You, you never really expect Oli to out tactics another another manager like Bielsa or something like. I know we, mm. yep, United beat them six two um, at Old Trafford, but that's one thing with Leeds, which I'm really interested to see how they play next season because they look like um, over the past few games against the top sides, they look like they know how to. Like when to stick and twist, whereas before it was just twist every time to get twenty one. Whereas now they'll accept a nineteen and see how it goes. You know what I mean? So yeah, yeah, um, yeah. They they did well, but now that's going to be an exciting race. And um, yeah, I think a lot of it yeah will boil down to how Chelsea and Leicester deal with the competitions that they're that they're still in with. So yeah, can't can't wait to see how that unfolds. Yeah, man. Can we can we talk about briefly? Can we talk about Wolves? Because <laughs> um, it's not even just after after the weekend. It's I mean they got hammered by Burn Burnley. They don't really have anything to play for. And I said at the beginning of the season, don't be surprised if they get caught in a relegation battle, which they haven't, of course. But they're only on forty one. I was going to say they're only on forty one points in a mm. season where you don't have a Sheffield United and. Aside like of West Brom, you haven't really played that well. Fulham, maybe. But I don't know. Should we worry for Wolves? Like I know they, they lost a few players to injury and they lost them Jota, but I was just about to say that's it though. I think I think the fact that they lost Diego Jot, well, they lose him, they let him go. They, they let him go. Mm. And I think Jimenez is a big deal to them. Mm. Um and we've got to remember as well, is it was it the two back-to-back seasons that were in Europe or just last season? It was last season, but they played something like 60-odd games or something yeah, like that. So yeah, so you've got to factor that in. 
I don't really think Semedo has worked for him. Um, the games I've watched anyway. Yeah. But again, Wolves fans might be able to tell me different, but I just don't feel like he's the right fit for how Wolves play. You know, they, they do that kind of, you know, right wing back kind of setup, and I don't know if it, I don't know how he was playing before that. I don't know if that was how he was playing, but I don't know if that's the right fit for him. Um, obviously, Fabio Silva's come in and on a big price. I think he's the, the transfer record fee. Mm. Um, obviously, big big expectations from him. But he's still quite a young guy. I think he's his feet. 19, 20, maybe 21 now. So mm. he's still young. He's still got a lot of football ahead of him. So I just feel like they're very similar to Liverpool. You know, burnt out. They've played a lot of games. You know, Ruben Neves is probably very rare, rarely misses games unless he picks up like an odd injury or he picks up a suspension. Um, the same for like a Traore or Connor Cody. You know, those kind of players, they don't really miss games. And it's mm. very, you know, they've been playing a lot of football. Um, same with Patricio as well in goal. So they, they've had a lot of football. I wouldn't worry about them. Um, I, I think I think this is just another blippy kind of season for them. A bit of a blip of a season, very similar to Liverpool, as I mentioned. But I, I, I just think maybe they need to look at their their options. Um, maybe like a right-back kind of... Defensively, I think they need to look at some of their options because I think yesterday looking at Willy Bolly. It was just like like a headless chicken at times mm. at the back. So I do feel like, you know, they've got to look at some of their options now and see what they can do. Because, you know, they give you a couple of seasons. If they carry on playing like that, they will be in a relegation battle. Uh, yeah, I, I agree with you. I know they they, like, they lost some big players like, you know, um, Doherty, don't forget. Obviously, Jota, yeah. Jimenez. I think Patricia was actually out for a little bit as well. He had a few a few games out. A few players dropped in form, um, and I did. I did wonder whether the whole of last season was going to drag them back there. I think they have been quite fortunate this season that the teams in the bottom three have been as bad as they have been. Yeah. Um, because I don't think you're not going to get away with that next season. I think Norwich and Watford are up. I I can't see them getting. They they've only just come down, so they're going to know what it's about. They've kept a lot of their squads. Um, and I think they just Wolves just need to be careful that someone like Neto doesn't get poached or Traore because if if they have another summer where they lose guys, yep, they can sign guys. But like you've seen, Samedo didn't quite work. I, I had a lot of big question marks around them. I didn't I didn't necessarily think that that was a signing that they should have made. I felt like they they could have brought someone else in that mm. knew the league a little bit better because he had a, he had a, his confidence was shot at Barcelona. Yeah, yeah. Um, but. In saying that they, you know, they've done well. They could also finish in the top ten as well. They could, they're only five points behind Arsenal. Uh, uh, yeah, five points behind. So I'm gonna watch them, watch them carefully. But I'll, it might be a thing where next season they're not in Europe. Maybe if they get knocked out the cups early, they might push on. But they, it's a massive opportunity missed for them because this has probably been the easiest season to climb into the top half, the top seven, the top four. Um, not taking anything away from Everton, West Ham, Leicester, but we know the points tallies are probably a little bit lower than what they usually are um, as well. But no, I just, I just wanted to ask and yeah, see, see, see what you thought. I just think defensively, I think, I mean, they score enough goals. I mean, I'm just mm. looking now. This, this, I mean, I think they've only won five games since 2021, but yeah. they do score. They do get goals, you know, they're not yeah. you're looking at, looking at some of these fixtures now. Um, you know, they, they get plenty of goals. They're just conceding as many as they're scoring. Yeah. 
um, you're, you know, they're losing like a one nil, mm. but um, yeah, you know, I think that I think they'll be fine. I think they just need to to get obviously him and his back to full fitness. I think it was obviously a wake up for Fabio Silva coming from. Um, I can't remember. He played a handful of games. He's only played a handful of games though in the first yeah. team. So he's come from that league to the Premiership. Like I said about the defense, I think you know they do need to look at that. I would be surprised if someone probably comes in for O'Connor Cody. You know, he's been mm. been batted around as one of the the players that was going to replace um, Van Dijk at Liverpool before mm. they brought in Kabak. So you know, we have to see. But I, I do feel like they they've still got it enough about them in that team. Um, you know, if they keep hold of like a Traore and, and bring in a few new faces as well, yeah. we've got enough to, to try and push on next season. But like you said, it won't be as easy as it has been this season if the fans are back in the stadium and you know, that competitiveness in the, in the match is, is back again yeah. as well. Yeah. No, we'll see. We'll see. But anyway, they're, they're in the Premier League for another season unless Fulham so turn into the global, <laughs> global uh, was it Harlem Globetrotters Harlem, and, and, Harlem they, and they yeah, they 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 uh, went Wolves lose all the rest of their games. Um, I know you wanted to touch on the the the, the Midlands derby yesterday as well. Um, West Brom Villa. Yeah, it was a good game, man. It was a really good game. Um, for a neutral and um. It just had it just had everything, man. It was just obviously didn't have a send off, but the penalties. I mean, that we we talk about. I don't know if you got to see the penalties, but they were they were just awful penalties in terms of the like the decisions. They weren't like Ross Barkley went down very easily for Villas, and then I think it was um, Maitland Niles goes down for West Brom, but they weren't penalties. Um, but nonetheless, it was still an entertaining game. It was end to ends. Um, I think Tyra Mings. Um, I don't know what he was doing. Well, it was I think it was Conzo at the back. Conzo at the back, he slips and then did they get West Brom get a goal. Um I don't know if it got that went down as an own goal, but it was just defensively they were a bit shaky Villa at times. But they, they fought, you know, they they dragged dragged on, on through the game and they fought and got a point out of it. So um obviously that kind of puts the nail or a nail in the coffin for West Brom. If they do this i and stay up. This would be definitely better than their last great escape. Oh, this would be the best great escape of all great escapes. Yeah, ever, yeah. I think. I mean, yeah. I, I can't see it. I can't see it. But we were writing off Fulham early on in the season, and they're still kind of there or thereabouts. So, and to be fair, West Brom's only two points off them. But that would have been a big, big three points yesterday. If um, you know, they would have been level on points with Fulham. So, I think if they it did win that game, um. Obviously, you know, we're talking about a totally different scenario, but mm. just unfortunate for them. Um, but it was a brilliant game anyway, nonetheless, like entertaining. This, uh, I've got two questions. You can you can answer them both at the same time. This is, are we, are we thinking this is, this, considering how Villa started, is this a good season for them? Which I, I imagine you'll say yes. Mm. Also, does Tyrone Mings, does he start for England? Does he even get on the plane? Given he's, I'm just looking at his season as a whole. He's had some very good games, but I don't know, you know, because I've, I've, I've watched. He's a good defender. He's a very, very good defender. He is. I'm going to say that first because I know, but the, the games I've watched, they haven't been of let's get him on the plane level. He's not. 
when I think about central defenders at, at England level, he's not the first name that crops up. But then, if that would I say he's better than Harry Maguire or, or on the same level as Harry Maguire? Pro- probably to an extent. I don't know. Um, what's your thoughts? What would you would you take him? <laughs> I, I I agree with you that he is. I think defensively, he has some very good games. I think that's that's how I can phrase it. Mm. I he's he's a kind of person where I'd think can I play free at the back and play Carl Walker instead or Wan Bissaka? That, I'd have to agree. Yeah, I don't, I don't, I don't think if I'm taking, I'm gonna. He's like one of them. You know, like how Theo Walcott went in 2006 before he's just going. He's he's obviously got he's got he's got talent and he can play. But am I realistically gonna look? You know. I mean, quarterfinals against France and bring him on, or you know, what I mean, probably I probably don't want him in that situation. Mm. And I think his 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 tendency to have a little, I don't know if it's a lapse in concentration or that competitive streak. We saw it when he, um, I think he raked down some studs down someone's face and yeah, he did, he did the fingers left and Zaha. He just do you what do you want? Would you rather just take a player who's going to just follow the instructions and you take your chances with it? He or, does switch off a lot though, and I think that's. As a defender, I mean, you can kind of get away with that at times as a striker or you're mm. playing central midfield or whatever. But as a defender, even if the ball's not near you, you've got to be switched on all the time. In football, you've got to be switched on wherever, but you can get away with it every now and again if you're a striker or you know, you're playing somewhere else. But as a defender, you've got to be on the ball all the time. Even if the ball's at I the agree. other end, long ball, awkward bounce. It's in front of you. You don't know what you're doing, dear. And dear in the headlights moment. And he he has a lot of them. And it was almost he wasn't he wasn't at fault for the goal yesterday, um, which I think got recorded as an own goal. But I might be mm. wrong. I'll have to check that. But he's just he's just very sort of unreliable. He's not consistent enough. I think it's the fact that he's not That's consistent yeah, enough. Yeah. You know, he doesn't do that um, enough. But yeah, they they put it down as an own goal yesterday, but. He's just not consistent enough for me, and that—that's a worry going into like an international tournament as well. I, I just, I just see him with Maguire or Stones, and I, I'm worried. Even back two, like I, I don't rate. I, John Stones has had a good season. I still don't rate him as a defender. I feel like he, he not for he's me. Improved. I think he's, he's improved he, under he, prep for, for sure. He, a lot, like a lot, and I'm not. I'm not saying that he's a. He's he's shouldn't be going away. I'm just saying as a defender, I still don't rate. I, I don't really see him. Um, and Maguire, you know how I feel about Maguire. And I just feel Maguire is good with a certain kind of player. I could, I mm. think I was talking with Jesse, Joe Gomez and Maguire. Mm. Joe Gomez and Stones, they, they complement each other. Yeah. Mings and, and one of those players. I don't even support an international team, but that makes me feel a bit anxious. <laughs> do you know what I mean? So, so yeah, that's, yeah. So, um, we wanted to touch on the the Premier League Hall of Fame as well. Um, yeah, man. Which I thought that started already, but apparently this is the first two inductees. Is that right? Yeah, it got. I'm sure it got delayed. I can't remember why, but I think it got delayed for some weird reason. Mm. Um, but I, I think the first two that were elected in, I think it's arguably the the right option. I don't know. You, you're looking at me a bit like. No, no, I'm just yeah. saying it goes without saying. I think you can't oh, okay. you can't deny that. Yeah, you can't you can't deny that at all. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, obviously a lot of debate again, you go on Twitter, you see a lot of debate about Shearer. 
should they really go in there and you can't but you know why but wait 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 I know why they're saying it because they see people now all they think about is trophies 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 accolades 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 his biggest thing is the goals record that he still holds to this day not just that though he was banging in goals at the time when like yeah like he was just he was a he was unstoppable do you know what I mean and yeah. he was playing with like proper, he had the, like proper defender, not a Tyrone Mings, a proper defender was in front of him. Do you know what I mean? I think I spoke yeah, about yeah. this, coming for to you or someone else, but I was saying about, yeah. you know, the different, you can't, you have to judge people back then based off of the fact they were playing against world-class defenders or higher level playing defenders that could actually defend properly. Mm. Do you know what I mean? Same with Henri. Like, you can't question them too. They're, they're, but when you think about the best in the Prem, you have to put them in that list for me. I think anyone anyone who doesn't put Shear in that list, he never saw him play or You're too back young. end of his career. Yeah. Because yeah, yeah. and, and it's it's not to say that young people don't know his stuff, but uh, he holds the record, yeah, for the uh, and not not that he holds it. Do you know how far ahead he is of everyone? It's clear. It's clear. Do you know what I mean? It's not. It's not. It's, it's like Usain Bolt winning the hundred meter. Like he, he no one's close. Yeah. Um. He 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 won a prem with Blackburn. Um. He, Southampton. He was he was lethal, and I think people forget that he finished second with Newcastle on a couple of mm. occasions. Um. Yeah, yeah. I think once, maybe once or twice, to arguably like some of the the best the best teams that have won That's it. What you know I'm what I mean? Of, yeah. So. He can't. He's gone to again. People say internationally. He he went to um uh Euro '96. He's you know one of one of the better players there. Um, got to the semi final. Got to semi final. Champions League. Like he he he's banged against everyone. Like you can't mm. you can't not have just the disrespect to just say yeah he he's got to be first on the list in terms of strikers anyway. Henri is there because he's just. Ah, all round, exceptionally, unbelievably talented. Come on, he treated the game with contempt. Like it, some days he'd watch him, like Arsenal beat Middlesbrough five three. Henri would get two goals, and he he hasn't even broke sweat. Like it didn't even look like he was. Yeah, it was easy, man. It was light work yeah. for Henri, and that's why I'm glad that they were the first two to get elected mm. into it. Because I think now it's going to be interesting. I don't know how often they're going to be putting people into this, whether it's a yearly thing or however often, but. I'd love to see a, like the likes of Andy Cole in there. He'll get in there, yeah. I think um, there's obviously going to be that Gerard Lampard situation rises again. Um, I'm going to be honest, yeah. Them, them man don't even need to be anywhere near that until you've got your... <laughs> no, not, not even in a bad way, but they're, they're good, yeah. But I'll, I'm not even... Uh, your Tony Adams, your, your Burkamps, your, your Cantonars, your... Um, no, I'd, put, I'd put Lampard in there. I'd put Lampard in there. I think, I think, I think he's like when you're getting to top ten, maybe. If you, you know put what him mean. in the Premier League Hall of Fame. Yeah, but I'm not even, I'm not even, I'm not even touching him because he, he he's extremely good. But those 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 two players, when you actually look at some of the other players, and uh, Lampard's a difficult one because of his goal record. But if That's I'm just I'm looking saying. in in general. Because is that what it is? Is it, a, is it a striker hall of fame or just a player? No, I think it's just a, I, I need to double check it, but I'm pretty oh, sure it's, it's, a, it's not just strikers. I don't oh, think. Yeah. So there's other players that need to go in before. I mean, 
Yeah, no, again, I don't mean he goes in yeah. next. I don't mean he goes in next. Oh, I just yeah, mean he goes he's, in. He's he goes in. At some point. Yeah, yeah he, goes, he goes Tony in. Adams. Sorry, sorry. Yeah. yeah, Tony Adams has got to go in there. And um, who else you say? Eric Cantona. He'd go in there. Yeah. He says someone else as well. Yeah, yeah, yeah like um, uh, Letitia, I think, goes goes in there. Phil Campbell yeah. goes in there. But I'm just saying that debate, Gerald and Lampard go in there. But to be honest, you can put Gerald in there, but can you? Because <laughs> you've got, if you go down the trophies route and what, what you actually yeah, keep in uh, the Prem, I'm not saying he didn't achieve anything, but does he talk about Hall of Fame? So is he yeah, going to Champions yeah. League Hall of Fame? Yeah, definitely. Is he going to Liverpool Hall of Fame? Yeah. The Premier, like the Premier League, you got to overlook Roy Keane, yeah, Lampard, Vieira. Doesn't get um, in. Yaya Torre's got to be in there as well. Yaya Torre. Do you know yeah. what I mean? So, and I know I've changed my tune. I know Jesse, as soon as he listens to this, he's like, my phone's going to be blowing up. <laughs> but um, uh, no, no, yeah. but they, they get like, it's, it's un, like, you can even argue Kevin De Bruyne. Yeah, man. Obviously, David you know, Silva. David Silva. Mm. I know there's a lot, yesterday, man. Phil Foden. No, I'm joking, but you know, you know what I mean. You know what I mean. Yeah. We'll um, have to do a proper episode on that because I think it'll be interesting to discuss. Not to say who goes in and who who doesn't, but just some of the the memorable um, Premier League players that we would like to see in there. Maybe not to say yeah, that it's wrong yeah. or right, but that'd be a good episode. I'm sure we'll do that in the next couple of weeks or so. Yeah, yeah, hundred, hundred. Even I'm just thinking of the goalkeepers like Michael Seaman, Czech, like. Yeah, Before man. I even start thinking about Gerard, I'll just yeah. There's a there's a lot of man. Too there's a lot of man. Yeah, 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 definitely. <laughs> so, but no, um, no, no. It was. It's. I think it's good that they're doing it, and I think it's going to bring up a lot of debate, a lot of reminiscent, obviously, because mm. if the Premier League wasn't dead before last week. It, it's dead to a lot of people now. So yeah, it'd be good. It'd be, it'd be good to to do that. But um, no, you know, as as always, like, so I'm so excited about the end of the season. I'm hopeful that a lot of teams will drop points to keep it nice, and obviously not for you, but. Keep it nice and tight. So come the last day of the season, I think 23rd of May, we're all going to be watching like peel to the screens, multi-screen and all of that stuff. Yeah, that's um, what we want, man. Keep yeah, it entertaining. Yeah, 100 before the Euros, isn't it? Yeah, man, 100%. Yeah. But um, yeah, obviously everyone, thank you. Thank you for listening. Thank you for your continued support. Um, again, we're looking to get some guests on. We definitely need to get some, some Tottenham fans on and, and Liverpool fans. Might have to... Patrick. Yeah, yeah, speak with Patrick and Taz and, and Tanya to see if they're um, available. And um, yeah, obviously keep following, send us your questions. And I was going to say always stay tuned, but that's the wrong podcast. Always play, <laughs> always play to the whistle. I don't think that works. But um, yeah, t- tune in for, for the next one. Keep an eye out for our, for our interviews as well. Thanks for listening. <laughs>